1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Uh, it's a very, very big game, it goes without saying, for the Tigers. They're currently six points outside uh, the top eight. Uh, they desperately need a win, and they really can't afford to lose another game for the rest of the season. They've had now, seven games uh, where they have coughed up final quarter leads, So that would be in the back of their minds, I'm sure. And I'm sure it would have been addressed over the last couple of weeks and leading into this game against the Lions. But it is a very, very special week uh, for the Tigers as well. Shane Edwards becoming uh, the first Indigenous player at the club and the fifth uh, player to play 300 games. And uh, that is something absolutely worth celebrating, one of their greatest ever. Uh, to help us talk uh, through the week and give us an insight into how uh, it has been built up to in the four walls. Richmond assistant Xavier Clark's been good enough to jump on with us. Xavier, hello.
0: Yeah, headphones aren't working, mate, but we're all good to go.
1: Hey, um, as I mentioned before... Uh, Look, it's a big game in itself because of the game and and where you are in the context of ladder and season, but we will get to all of that, but um, it is a very special occasion for the footy club as well. I mentioned Shane Edwards um, becoming the first Indigenous player at Richmond to play 300 games, the fifth player to achieve that milestone uh, as well. What a week uh, it must have been at the club. Can you take us into how you've celebrated it?
0: Yeah I think uh like Shedder's one of the greats of the game and he's been a quite achiever for a long period of time and you know he's got really good reward I guess over the last probably 4 or 5 years in terms of you know premierships and you know all Australian selections and all that but um, I guess within the four walls of the Richmond Football Club he's always been an absolute champion for for the footy club and he's his footy IQ and the people that he um, you know when he plays on the ground makes other guys around him a lot better and um, you know, I've been here for five and a half years now, and um, you know just the influence he has on the group. He's a quietly spoken person, but you know we got uh, eight, you know, with the Indigenous boys here now at the Footy Club, and um, seeing that group together, and him as a bit of a, I guess, like a father figure. It's it's really great to see, and. Um, yeah, hopefully the boys um, certainly um, put in a really good performance for him, but um, he's been a great servant for our football club, no doubt. Just can you? T- I'm trying to have a look through the
1: Bushnell's here, the t-shirts that the players are wearing. I'm I'm tipping it's. Um, uh, commemorating Shane, but can you just uh, explain to us what's on the t-shirts? Uh, it's
0: actually just a, it's, it's a photo of, of Sheda, and, and she's got the um, congratulations on 300 games. So um, it's more just the picture. It's probably harder to see out there, but uh, he's he's pretty. Uh, he, to be honest, he, he's not too happy about it. He thinks there's a <laughs> bit, bit too much carry on about about it all this week. And uh, I mentioned to him the other day. He said, "How do you feeling with it?" And he goes, "Oh, it's a bit, bit, bit too much actually." And I said, "Well, mate, it's a pretty good effort. You know, the one of." Yeah, you the know, only five players have played 300 games at the club, and goes, yeah, so I've been told. So he's not. He's, I think he just wants to get the game done. But uh, like I said, he doesn't. He doesn't like too much fanfare. But that's what we love about him. Xavier, it's Kirsty Lamb from the Western Bulldogs here. Obviously, Tom Lynch coming back in to the team today. Does that give you a bit, a bit of confidence now that you've got him and and Ray Walton, some of your smalls that'll that'll hit the ground running and, and crumb the big boys today? Yeah, no doubt. Look, Tom was in fantastic form before he got injured. Um, I think he, you know, before we got injured, I think he was second in the competition for contested marks. Now, one thing we've probably been a little bit down on in our forward 50 in particular is um, contested possession, whether that's aerial or on the ground. And like you said, he does create a great contest for us. And yeah, you know, Jack is doing a great job when he's been down there. And we sort of, you know, we tried a few things. We had Nankervis um, forward last week. You know, Noel Bolton's been down there a little bit as well. But... Yeah, I think Tom come back in gives a bit more of a focus point and uh, certainly can either mark the ball or bring the ball to ground, which we're looking forward to. Afternoon, Xavier. Scott Lucas here. Two young players, Noah Cumberland and Tyler Sonsi, very early in their careers, but I think have made a really impressive start and look like players of the future. Tell us a little bit more about them. Yeah, look, Noah's—he's uh, a um, you know, Brisbane Lions academy player actually, so um, we're happy to get him um, and get him as really pick him from a draft that it was pretty raw. He's a player that has got incredible strength in terms of his contests, um, and his speed, um, and we probably could have played him a little bit earlier, but the reality was. He's probably playing the spot that what Dusty or probably someone like um, Shea Bolton plays. So it was hard to sort of get him in. Um, And now that obviously Daz has been injured and and that the spot has opened up for him, he's he's taken his opportunity in both hands. I think he's had 17 shots on goal in three games, which is is quite good. Um, He'll continue to learn our system. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Tyler Sonzi, he's just a smart footballer. He's clean around the ball. What we love about him, he sees the game really well and he can use the ball. Um, around contests, and kicking the ball inside 50 is quite good on both sides of his feet. So they're two players that will certainly continue to grow um, as they play more games of footy.
1: Xavier, what um, what goes into, I suppose, supporting... And I, coaches don't ever look to individual moments in games and say, well, that's where we won it or lost it. It's a collective of those, but... For the guys, the two knowers last week, Noah Bolter, we know what happened with him in the 30 seconds, and Noah Cumberland looking to get the ball moving, to kick to a teammate in a better position, unselfish in that act, and then in the end a draw, the siren sounds. What gets uh, what gets put in place in terms of support for both those guys and how are they tracking after um, what unfolded at Marvel last week.
0: Yeah I guess um, mate it comes with time and experience I guess it's one of those ones that you could gotta be put in sometimes in a hard situation and learn a hard lesson to to you know you know really learn from and you know we always look at it um, you know Dimmer always says a loss is a gift or you know you've been planted so you can grow from those ones and we 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 gotta make sure I think as a coaching group and what we I uh, think the coaches do really well is that you got to grab those moments and, and really use them as a, a tool to educate Kate, um, You know, there's certain times in that game where we probably could have been in front and, you know, the, unfortunately the last, you know, two seconds of the game, um, Noel found him in that situation. But you know, I think if he did it again, no doubt he'll go back and he's got a booming left foot. He kicks a goal from 55 and it's a different story. But, um, yeah, he'll learn. We, we've got to support him and, and continue to make sure that he's, um, you know, continues to grow as a player. Goal kicking is, is always something, it's a big focus coming into a game, no doubt. Obviously, 11-22 against the yeah, Ruse and then 7-10 against the Dockers. Is that been a bit of a focus coming in this week? And have you done some, some goal kicking in the lead up to this, today's game? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a funny one. We, I think North Melbourne, I think, I think we could score one goal nine from inside 30 or something like that, which is which is not a great number. So a lot of them were rushed rush behinds as well. But... Look, our guys are pretty good with their goal kicking during the week. They practice, um, you know, most, um, after most sessions, um, especially the forwards with their set shots and their snaps and what they need to go through. I think before leading into the North Melbourne game, we'll one we'll for accuracy as well. So, you know, the ones I think we probably just, we've probably got to take a bit more of our time. I just think probably the last three weeks, when you find that you're behind on the scoreboard, you really, you try and rush. And I think that's where most of the problem comes. You, you get a bit more intense. So... More of it's just about the, the messaging about, you know, taking your time, stay calm, do your routine um, and go back. And it also gives us a chance to be able to get a breath as well because the game is fast. So that's probably the more of the message is just really be a bit more calmer inside 50. What do you want to see when the game starts, Xavier? How do you know that your players are on? What does the game look like for you? Yeah, I think there's, oh, well, there's no secret that our, our brands with, with our, our pressure um if we have high pressure in the game early, it's a fair indication on how, how we think we may go um, throughout the whole game. So well, there's something that we probably tried, or we have been, um, you know, continue to ramp home with our players when we're at our best, you know, that step-in mentality and then put pressure on the opposition. So if that's up early, um, we know that, um, you know, our boys are on. And what do you have to take away from the Lions? Uh, look, they're, they're a great contest team. They're a great stoppage team. They score high from stoppages, um, certainly something that we're, we're mindful of. Um, you know, they're big bodies around the midfield. They, they win a lot of contested ball around that part of the game. So, yeah, we, we think if we can get the ball going and, and get a bit of speed in the game, um, you know, in offense, that is, it should suit us a bit more, um, you know, get the ball inside 50 and hopefully lock it in there. That's the uh, the plan.
1: Last quarter, leads. Xavier it's been discussed um was a stat going around that only Melbourne have had more last quarter leads than you guys this year and it's seven games now where you've been in front um it, it certainly isn't what we know of Richmond over the last sort of four or five years is there is it explainable or um is it something that just needs to be fixed and, and worked on and have you been able to put a finger on what's broken down
0: oh i think it's to be honest a combination of a lot of things um Teams are, you know, taking more risk in the last quarter. Um, You know, we probably whether, you know, and to be honest, whether we we cook ourselves a little bit with our our offense. And you know, just go back to the North Melbourne game. You score 22 behinds, you end up defending a lot longer. So you're running defensively more. So there's all these different theories. But I think if we are calm in our front half, um, more so than not, and we all those games where we we had leads. We had great opportunities about to put the games away, and you know, and we, and we we've missed some really some some easy goals. So, you know, back to that message earlier about being calm inside 50 and taking our opportunities and taking a little bit of sting out of the game every now and then um, is something that we'll continue to um, you know educate our players on and evolve, and and hopefully you know we we start to hold on to those few of those close ones. Well, the lights have just
1: come on. It, it's an overcast day, but you, you're back at home. I'm sure the Richmond Army are going to turn up and. And turn out, um, is it widely accepted within the, the club that you just really cannot afford to lose another game for the rest of the years, Ave?
0: Yeah, well, it, yeah, it shows that way. We, we we certainly haven't really spoke about it internally, but I think the boys are certainly aware about you know where we're currently sitting, and every game's vital from here on in. And um, you know, these are the games you want to be playing in. You want a big stage, um, you know, against a you know top four team. Um, you know, really see where we're at, and if we can mix it with the best, and hopefully. We know our best is um, is still good enough to be able to, to do something pretty special if we um, continue to do that over the next four weeks.
1: Well, Scott Lucas reckons that if the team's not in the eight, you guys are the best of that bunch. So uh, ringing endorsement there. Hopefully it's a successful day for you guys today. Good luck with it. It's going uh, to be a pretty tense uh, few weeks, uh, but that's what makes footy great. Uh, all the best with it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.